Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hey. Scott Jones is here. How you doing, buddy? Vic, is there anything to eat down here? I came over today, and I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to eat lunch today. Hold on. Mom, where's the meatloaf? Mom! <laughs> no, my mom doesn't live with us, and she's not making meatloaf, and neither is my wife. I like how you pretend that your mom doesn't live with us, but <laughs> and, she really does. And we don't live together. We have to kind of have this disclaimer every Why episode every week? Now. I, they get it. They know what the deal is. We don't live together. We're two grown men. We're we not Oscar separate and Felix. Of, no, we're yeah. not uh, Bert and Ernie. No, we are not Bert and Ernie. We kind of are Bert and Ernie. The Bert and Ernie of video game television. Oh, man. That's right. We should just start dressing like Bert and Ernie. That would make the show so good. My hair looks a little like Ernie's I hair. I know. We do have little tufts of hair on the top of our heads. Both of our heads are round like Ernie's, though. Yeah. No, you're little. kind of more oblong. Am I oblong? Yeah, a little more Maybe oblong. when I was drinking more, I had more of a rounder face. There you go. I got to start drinking again and get hey. that round face back. Yeah, get that back. <laughs> is that is that the secret? Old Mom's pump- meatloaf and more booze into you. Pumpkin face, yeah. What have you been playing? Oh, you know, uh, I woke up really early on Sunday morning, and uh, I should have gone to church, but instead I mm-hmm. decided to finish Deadlight. Um, That's almost like going to church. Tequila works, and, uh, you know, I, I, I confess, you, you guys know what the deal is. We, we don't always play every game to completion. We play as much as we can. Much as we can. And then we get in front of the camera <laughs> and we say how we're feeling about these games. And, you know, I, I'd gotten stuck on a couple of puzzles. I mean, it's, it's really, it really wasn't so much uh, the difficulty or the challenge of the puzzles as was the way that they were presented in the game that, yep. that, that really padded the length eventually. You gotta think it's, it's not really a long game. No, it's an Xbox Live arcade game. That is, you know, a big part of the future of video games. If they're going to shrink the price and shrink the time down, we're just going to have to accept that. You know, not every game can be a 40-hour deal. But this funny thing started happening. I'm playing Deadlight, and I'm 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 annoyed. I'm yeah. so annoyed, yeah. and I'm I'm hating it, and I'm dying, and and I'm annoyed. I got that from a few tweets. People were uh, angry with this thing too. And yeah. I was losing my patience, and I'm just I'm thinking, Deadlight, damn, God damn you, because I'm I'm trying to enjoy my Sunday morning. I'm yeah. hoping to just steep myself in some gaming, you, a little quiet time. You here. know what you needed. And sound shapes. Uh, no, I'm I'm still talking about deadly. We'll okay, get to sound no, no, shapes. but sound you, shapes is that's like, a beautiful segue. It's by like the way. a yeah, it's like the the pill, the happiness. I pill. don't know. I don't know. I, the thing is, it's, I don't think I was in the mood for gaming, but mm. I kept trying to force it down my throat. And I kept right. thinking, I kept telling myself, this is your job. You have to keep. You have to finish these things. You have to keep playing these things. You have to go all the way through to the end. I, I finally finished. Sometimes games kind of suck a so, bit, don't you know, they? I, I mean, was, they kind of they make you angry, right? They I make mean, you angry. The right? entertainment value kind of disappears. And it just becomes a job. It's one of the only mediums that um, that can anger you. Yeah. And that you keep playing it, though. But, you know, if you're, if you're watching a movie, if you're watching a TV show and you lose your patience with it, usually you just change the channel or you move on. But right. with games, I keep sticking with them because I think there's going to be something good. I, you know, I have to sort of crack the coconut to get right. to the milk inside. And if yeah. I keep cracking it, eventually I'll find the milk. You know, I finished this game. I actually... I actually started it over again, and I went through. And this time, obviously, I knew how to do everything, and I knew how the understood how the mechanics work. That must be fun because that game is, is super fast when you know what's going on. It took me like forty minutes to finish the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to play through all the shit that I had spent hours on before. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I ended up finishing. I, I felt by the end, the writing was really weak, and mm. I got really tired of collecting the IDs of all the serial killers, and like it just seemed like weirdly indulgent, you know, the, especially when I got to the Robert Picton ID. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't want to be reminded of this. That's like, the, what, are the, what, what are we celebrating these people for? Like, I don't right. understand what the payoff is here. Yeah. You know, it's kind of clever and weird, but there's it's no... It's playing on fears, man. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's taking a, a sensational topic in the news and fictionalizing it or, or like you know playing on our paranoia no, I, I and then it. transposing it to a video game it's and, okay but then so all the dead guys in the game who are serial killers they were killed in the zombie apocalypse yeah hilarious yeah how poignant i, I get it I, i'm I, this is the thing about this medium it's still it, you know kind of determining itself it's still kind of figuring out what it is it's still kind of finding its path i love how you always are right there to defend it this well, is what i, I love about because you. it's about potential that's why i work here well i mean this is a, this you know video games are not done they're not finished this is what drives me crazy about the uh i mean there is a, 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 never a moment of stasis there has to be this idea that we have to have reinvention and we have to reach for new technological kind of uh, you know ambitions and and we always have to grow forward with this business, but I don't like the idea that you just trash everything that has come before. You know. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not trashing everything that's no, come I, before. No, and I'm not saying that you are, but I'm saying that this idea, specifically with regards to touchscreen controls and and motion controls, and you know, kind of saying that the way that we have done and evolved controller gaming and the stories that we've told with controller style gaming are kind of over. It's time to bring in everyone and let them waggle and wiggle and slide to, t to play, uh, I think is, is a complete f joke. It's no. a fallacy. And I think what we're doing when, when companies invest fully in that direction is that we are removing the opportunity for real you know, breakthroughs and real discovery. I mean, we're going to finish this generation soon. We're going to finish the PS3 and the 360. The Wii is pretty much done. And we're going to be able to look back on the best that we've achieved with this, these machines. And we're going to point out the Fallout 3s and the Skyrims and the Uncharted's and stuff and, and uh, Assassin and Batman and Red Dead. But I, we can go farther than that, you know? And I don't want there to be this, this uh, kind of mindset out in, our, in the video game universe, all these developers thinking that the that people have moved on or that controllers are kind of done and it's all about the iPad and it's all about, you know, jumping in front of your television screen with Kinect and stuff. And that's where we need to focus our brain power on and our storytelling on because we're just getting started. Listen, all I wanted to do was talk about Deadlight. Yeah. And tell you that... Well, you um, set me off, man. That's what I, you do. I, it's so easy to set you off. I know. It, do it doesn't take much... I know. Well, let me talk about sound shapes. Well, I'm not finished with Deadlight. Okay, finish. All right, I'm finished. No, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I wanted to love it. I want. I was thinking about. I'm already thinking about the Rocket and Reagan Awards. I'm just thinking about sitting down mm -hmm. with with Ben and Steve and Raju. You still you. love it. Come on, you're still thinking about it. No, I mean, you I'm love thinking it. about it today. But you know what? By the end of it, I was so pissed off. Sure. I was so pissed off, and I'm so pissed off at how thin the whole experience was. And, and once again, it's another video game. The best part is the first third. Yeah. And then the last two thirds are just kind of throwaway. It kind of, it kind of I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, just, that's I, the thing. I it's so more. hard to make these damn things. It's so hard. Is it that hard anymore? It is. I kept thinking no, about because the fact. They, like, it's so ingrained in the traditionalists to stretch it out. You know, they have to make it big and they have to get that that big investment, uh, you know, in terms of dollar amounts, value back from that experience. And the way that these developers kind of do that is they pad and they make you do the same things over and over again. And we're kind of living in an era where 
you can just change the channel and play something else instantly. You know, you can move to a. There goes Vic's watch. That was my watch. You can move to a handheld system, or you can pick up your phone. It was a beautiful watch. (laughs) It looks better in pieces, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang that on the wall. No, but I kept thinking. I don't know. Again, I don't know how games are made, but I know you say this a lot that there's a lot of off-the-shelf technology that developers can use these days to facilitate the things they make. I was thinking about that a lot during Deadlight. You know, uh, you know, if you use the Unreal Engine, and suddenly you're halfway there. I mean, back in the old days, you you had to build the Unreal Engine. I don't think so. I mean. I think it helps, but if you want your game to stand out and not look like like every other Unreal Engine game, you have to code in a whole bunch of custom stuff. We'll have somebody on to explain all of this to us, but I, I what have, I do know is okay. that it's really tough. To make and, sound shapes. Well, to make anything. <laughs> comes to make segue. anything in video games. And, <laughs> and right. to make something that's going to be fun and rewarding and unique from beginning to end is something that game developers are just maturing enough to be able to start communicating around. And now the I feel, you know, universally, like a lot of rugs are being pulled out from under people's feet just as they're starting to kind of grapple with the maturity and the maturation of this, this medium. And they're going to be forced to make small types of... Ooh. You know, games that sort of compete with iPhone and Connect titles. Listen, and that's we tragic. are just coming off our Super Nintendo week. We're also just starting our, our Sega Genesis week here. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking, and I know this is not fair, but I'm thinking about Super Metroid yeah. for, the, for the Super Nintendo. I'm thinking sure. about Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. These are games with, with first, second, and third acts. These are games that are fully realized. And yeah. how, how did we lose that along the way? How did we lose the second and third act? I'll tell you why. Like, listen to me, I sound like I'm some kind of oracle. <laughs> I will but, tell you why. But I'll tell you, the, the reason why Buckle I think those games have stood up, you know, the test of time and we still adore them and love them is because half of the game was made in our minds. You know, half of the, the beautiful sort of richness and the experience we imagined and we envisioned and we played them when we put them down and walked away from them. When we were off on our way to work or on our way to school, we were still in that world, caught up in it because there was a... Uh, a graphical richness that was not there. They didn't have that extra level of fidelity. Right, I hear what you're saying. So new, there had to be machines. something yeah. that was, it had to had to evoke an alien world, but it couldn't necessarily render the alien world. Yeah. So you're fully investing with your mind on a totally different level. For, now, For once I agree with you. Now we sit and we look at these things and we go, that's not photoreal. That's not photoreal. Look at that alias yeah. thing. What assholes we are now. I know. Well, we're fair. I mean, we're spoiled. And, and, and the flip of it is... The graphics aren't good enough It takes this. six times the amount of people to build these games these days and you know and that you know I keep saying this I keep beating my chest about it but that's what I'm worried about I'm worried that uh, the last of us is going to be the pinnacle of of storytelling in this medium you know or Assassin's Creed 3 or something like that and and then we're just going to iterate on that with the next machines with higher graphic you know horsepower and and rendering and I don't want that to be the case I know what you mean I I hear what you're saying but you know what I look around us in the office that we work in in the studio that we work in and I know we work in an alien land here that not everybody gets to visit every day, but we are surrounded by shelves and shelves and boxes and boxes filled with tripe, yeah, filled with shit. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sorry, but that's what it is. It's like there was so much abundance in this industry for so long, so many... Well, it's week. still there now. You just download it, and it's ninety nine cents on your phone, and, <laughs> then, you, and then you shifted, delete it after it a shifted week. Shifted to another form. Yeah. yeah, it's now it's now it's sneaking into our our iPhones and iPads, but, right, and uh, Android devices. But before, you know, I mean, I, I can't believe 
the inc- and I just look, I went into Rob Koval's office. He was a guest on the show a few weeks ago. He's got a big box underneath his desk of junk. Yeah. Just games that that uh, 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 a hobo wouldn't play. You know. Right. Like terrible stuff that that somehow took thousands of people and many millions of dollars to create all that stuff in that box, and it's all just going into the ET landfill. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it is. I mean, that's one of the cool things about covering games, you know, is that it's always evolving. It's always changing. It's just a weird time in the business as we're shifting to this digital thing. And, and it looks like we're going to pare down the amount of, you know, huge console experiences. And I can't even begin to imagine what it's costing developers right now to make a PS4 game or an Xbox 720 or whatever it's going to be called. These things have got to be monstrous. They monstrous. must be scary as hell. I can't wait. To start interviewing these developers and, and visiting these teams and understanding this new technology that everybody's going to be playing with. But let's talk about something. Ag- let's talk about sound shapes. Let's talk about sound shapes. You Small, know what? I actually collaborative. When we recorded this, we uh, I'm we haven't left for Toronto yet. Yeah. I'm going to Toronto, so I'm getting together my game systems. Last night, I'm I'm powering up, juicing up the Vita. The yeah. Vita's going to go on the road with me this week? I'll download some good old PSP games. Oh, do yourself a favor. Come on. I There's some good that. ones. I, I got other things to do. Yeah. I got sound shapes to play, and so that's one game I'm looking forward to being in the airport tomorrow and playing. I'm looking forward to going back to Dude, my hotel room. I played room. a Terminator theme remix level. Did somebody build that? Yes. They put the music in, and they put all of the animated stuff Holy in there. Holy crap. And it was awesome. It just felt incredible to kind of avoid all of these obstructions and to hear that that cool sort of, uh, you know, techno remix version of a classic movie score being pounded oh, out of the Vita speakers. That sounds awesome. It was wonderful, you know, and I can't wait now to, because da- I've, I've played a bunch of levels now, and I want to start playing with uh, some of the stuff that I'm going to download tonight before I take off. And I want to make a level. Nerds. I'm going to make a level on the on make the flight me a over. Level. I'm going to make you a level. Make I love Scott Jones level. Scott Scott, Scott says interesting <laughs> things on Vic's Basement podcast level. So lie a little bit in my level. <laughs> make up crap. A little fiction. Uh, okay. In there. So so sound shapes is making you happy. I you know what I love about it the most is that it uh, it it doesn't break any real ground technology technologically like in terms of uh, visual fidelity it's or anything. Pretty spare. But it's unbelievably um, uh, flexible. And they've got all of this really cool sort of collaborative spirit imbued into the game. And this idea that it's a community that put this together, and it was a community of uh, like-minded artists that wanted to stretch and uh, believe in something kind of weird, you know? And they all sort of threw something at this thing, and the end result is a product that's unbelievably fun to digest as a holistic thing that's not very much money. But then this idea that the community outwardly can also throw in their two cents and come up with their own designs is unbelievable. And then the, I, I think that this sort of speaks to a real opportunity for Sony, Sony and its partners here to come up with new sort of concept albums that you'll be able to download into the game. And I hope that the, this is one of these games where I actually hope they have a really cool DLC strategy for You know what? I, next week on the show, I want you to talk about Vix level, the one that you built, and I also want you to be able. You can share that with our listeners. Yeah, I want to do. And we that. also want to play your levels. I don't know how. How can we access? They got to tweet levels. us. So they, tweet us. Tweet us at the Vix Basement t- Twitter account, okay. which doesn't have. You know, it's not our personal one. So make it's, us something awesome. That'd be awesome. And, and we'll anybody that's playing sound show. shapes for yeah. sure. Hey, we should talk about hit and run because that's in theaters. Just as I this know, is and you also out. want to talk about uh, action figures. I don't know if we're going to have time for everything. So. 
What action figure are you missing in your collection? Come <laughs> I don't on, want serious to talk question about time. Come figures. on, serious. You no, know I don't so want. So come on, which which action figure? Listen, we've been over this before. People your, who know me. You want an action figure of your favorite writer? People, Who's your favorite writer? People know that Kafka? I, d- I don't. Covet. You want a Kafka action figure? It's Kafka. Kafka. People don't. Kafka. People people know that I don't covet action figures. Come on. I don't want come things. On. I don't want little miniature Leonard versions Cohen? of Leonard my Cohen heroes. Leonard Cohen action figure. Come on. No. Who's your? Who are your heroes? This is just an. Come on. Tell you what. You tell us our your heroes, and and someone with a three D printer will make you an action figure this this is just an opportunity for vic to make fun of me no, i'm not i'm asking come on i don't want any action okay figure. what action figures did I'm you have when you're growing up now. Come on, you're in the basement you're surrounded by action figures you know Look, what i'm gonna pass you I, I the just, talking action figure now I you've just, got the action figure you can talk i had 15 boxes shipped here from new york i just went cleaned out my old apartment right. there how many action figures were there zero zero action figures but how many I, times have i said action figures? you said about many 32 times. okay so I opened up one of the boxes inside. I found the first doll I ever had as, mm. as a as a boy, a young man. You had a doll. I had a doll. It okay. wasn't like a Barbie. A dolly? No. No. What kind of? What was it? Well, listen. Ra- Raggedy Ann. It was a it was a clown. It was what? like a, it was a clown, but some of the stuffing had gone out of it, and it has this sort of smirk, like sneer on its. And you wonder why the, I'm so strange. This is like I slept you're with visiting this thing. The psychologist right now. This, this is so explaining me, what, so much. What does the clown mean? Yeah, this is. It's kind of eerie and so that freaky. was my first and only action. No figure. wonder you don't no, have you know, any action I, I had a That's G.I. Joe. That's not an action figure. I had a. If what, it's got stuffing in it, it's not an action figure. I don't know what the Fail. rules are for your action figures. No, it has to have what you does, know points of articulation. What is inside of it? Has it then? to have like some accessories. It's plastic. It has to be plastic. Sawdust? It has to be terrible Can for the environment. That's a rule. Okay, action figure must be terrible for the environment. Yeah. You know, I had a, a Steve Austin. I had a six million dollar man. Awesome. Where you rolled back the foreskin on his arm, and you yeah, could no, see it was his not a foreskin. It was his arm foreskin. No, it was not an arm foreskin. It and was, then uh, you could was, peer through the back of his head, which was kind of creepy. That was unbelievable. And you could see it Bionic was Bionic eye. It was like looking into my future because he was nearsighted, and so <laughs> <laughs> looking through his eye was nearsighted too. So. Did you have Bigfoot? I didn't have the big foot. I had the. I had See, a, I had the big foot in Vancouver, and somehow we, we should have been able to meet when we were kids, and we could have got them together. I had a GI Joe. Yeah. Also, but it was one of the. He, when he was Kung huge. Kung Fu Grip. Next, no, it was It was an old GI Joe that my grandmother had gotten at a garage okay. sale. It was one of those GI Joes that had the really, like almost Brillo pad, like pubic hair totally, on the head. Yeah. I had like one it was of those. so like you could use it to scrub you know saucepans out in the yeah. kitchen. Um, and they, those things those. came with a million accessories. And then I don't. I think that's all I ever had, really. And a now, GI Joe and a Steve Austin. Yeah, and now I have a one of those Mighty Mugs things. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I have a Lando Calrissian. Okay. So I have one classic. of those, and it's home. It's at my house, and I also have the one of the golden heads uh, from the Raiders of the Lost Ark movie. That is not an action figure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Next week on the show, I'm just gonna make, make a list of things that I own. You can tell me which ones are action figures and which ones are action figure. You do not want figure. an action figure of any kind. Like there's no video game hero yeah, that you Cheryl love. Cheryl Teagues. Cheryl Teagues. No, I know what you want. You want to. You want to. Life-size Kristen Bell action figure. <laughs> we did see Hit and Run. She's very cute in that movie. Yeah. She's just, I, I love her. I lo- I've loved her since Veronica Mars. She's I terrific. watched every episode of Veronica Mars. I she, thought that was a terrific show. Such a smart actor. You know, she's just got a chutzpah and chops, you know? You know so much s- charisma. I don't want to sound sexist 
or sexy. Well, maybe a l- I want to sound a little sexy, but I don't want to sound sexist. But we don't quote a lot of uh, female actors. No. Back and forth once no. the movie is over. No. But we've been. Well, quote- they don't. They don't put women in movies very much. Well, we we quoted. I think uh, you bridesmaids. Know, bridesmaids. We, yeah. There were tons of quotes in there from yeah. bridesmaids. But the movie, the, the the actress this year who we've quoted the most has got to be Kristen Bell from Hit and Run. We've been quote, quoting, uh, sh- sharing quotes all week long. From I'm, the movie. I'm great. I'm going to be rich. I've got a talking parrot, and he drives. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was terrific to see. Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell on screen together. They're a real-life couple, and now we sound like us who magazine, which is fantastic. I've who always knows? wanted to sound we have like friends extra. in Hollywood. In Hollywood, you know, who knows what's real and what's not. I know that could be it. Could be all fake. Could be. Um, but they were terrific on screen together. They have awesome chemistry. They really and, do have chemistry. And they, I mean, it just felt so natural and fun, and like they were ad libbing and. The movie is uh, kind of a throwback to uh, True Tony, Romance a Tony little Scott's bit. Tony Scott's True yeah. Romance. Rest in peace, Tony yeah, Scott. Sad news. Uh, and it was weird that we were just talking about True Romance like crazy, and then a couple days later he's uh, he's gone. But the movie was really cool. It was just a fun couple Listen, of hours. We see a lot of movies here at Reviews on the Run and uh, EP Daily. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, this is one of the best movies we've seen in a while. Yeah, it was like super it was, fun. I keep, I'm still thinking about so I, it. So I would not fault you if you wanted to have a Kristen Bell action figure it's of any creepy. size. I, you know, I mean, I, maybe I do, but I don't want to admit that to people. This is a public I think, forum. I think you just did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somehow you tricked me again. I, into, I, into... So I, I think we want to beseech our, our listeners if they own a 3D printer, because those things are becoming a lot more affordable now. Yeah, you want, you want me to get a Leonard Cohen action figure, yeah. a Bob Dylan action figure. Is Bob Dylan one of your heroes? Who sure, else? why who, not? Who's your favorite writer? John Irving? Uh, you know, I love, there's a, the, my favorite book in the world, and I read it at least once a year, is this book by Tobias Wolf. They made it into a movie with uh, Robert De Niro and Ellen Barkin called This Boy's Life. The book uh, is fantastic. Great movie. I, can, I, I, I literally reread a couple that, pages a, of it every DiCaprio night before I, before I fall asleep. DiCaprio plays the kid. He yeah. plays, he plays, uh, he plays uh, the, the title character in the movie, and uh, it's, fanta- it's a fantastic book. So you would book. like a little a Tobias, uh, Wolf, action a Tobias Wolf action figure? sounds really weird, Maybe too. with a little uh, boyish uh, Leonardo DiCaprio to go along there. Yeah, like as his uh, his sort of the accessory extension of himself. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I, the, that is really. I weird. don't want any of these things. Yeah, I don't. I, what do you want? I what? want a um, uh, a John Marston action figure from Red Dead Redemption. So Silence from if, me. No, come on. <laughs> so if you could before Christmas this year buy a 3D printer, get a 3D scan of John Marston from Red Dead you Redemption. You said 3D printer like nine times today. Well, that's I, why I, don't you get one? I'm figuring that's the only way. I really want one. Can you tell? Well, Rockstar it's, will probably make one for the Red Dead Two. They're not two. making them. They're, they're, I keep asking them. I keep, Red Dead Two. You think they're going to tell you what they're doing? No, they they're don't? not making action figures, and I don't know what the hell's going on with them. I think they made one. <laughs> you sound upset about I, it. I'm really upset. I want a Red Dead Redemption action figure. I want All to right. make that happen. I've been asking for years. All right. Okay, I got that out. That felt <laughs> good. That felt good. I got to whine a little bit. All right. What else? Anything else you want? Uh, we uh, are going to be at Fan this, Expo this weekend. The basement is pretty complete. There's all kinds of action figures. I know. Around. Isn't this enough? Did you like my new Batman, uh, the Square Enix no. Batman that I bought? 80 bucks. No. $80. Awesome, though. Looks great. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And, right. and the uh, Nathan Drake one, the Square Enix uh, Nathan Drake. I don't like that one. Awesome. Awesome. But, right. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so psyched to hang out with everybody at Fat Expo this Who's weekend. Who's going to be there? Go over the whole list. Well, everybody from the team. So uh, we've got Sean Are Arisa, we going to have any surprise guests? Uh, ben Bolay. Ben Bolay is going to be Apparently there. Apparently he's going to be joining us with Miri. Ladies, start lining up now. And uh, Ben Silverman and Jose Sanchez. Oh, I love those guys. 
Brianna McIver. You think Jose will do some crazy voices? He might do a couple of crazy voices. If you ask him nicely, he can do a crazy voice. But I can't, uh, you know, it's going to be awesome to hang out with everybody, but I can't wait to uh, also do the panel with Sid. That's from uh, the PC, uh, the video game museum, the PC gaming museum. What is it? Is I think, it I think computer? it's video game museum. Dragon's Lair is involved in there. Magic computer land. <laughs> Magic computer land. I'm going to be in my hotel room all week long masturbating furiously. Are you? Yeah, that's what I do when I travel. Do you have it scheduled? No, there's no schedule. You've got it all blocked out. As soon as out. I get there, close the door behind me. <laughs> Was that a, an audio interpretation of the sounds that you make? It's awesome. It gets lonely on and the you're, road. And you're single, you say. <laughs> leave, leave my personal life out of this. No, of course not. I'll be in there uh, doing wholesome things. Okay. <laughs> Maybe writing love letters to, uh, to uh, Kristen Bell to and Thomas... The- uh, Walter? Listen, I feel like I should apologize in advance to whatever hotel room I'm going to be staying oh, in Toronto. It's too much information. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I thought we could be ourselves on the sh- down here in the basement. Well, you can be yourself. No problem. They know me. Yeah. I, I guess that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Yeah, let's get on. Let's get to the airport. Okay, we got to go. We've got a trip to Toronto. Can't wait to see some people. All right. And listen, don't forget to uh, rate us no matter where you listen to us. We appreciate your feedback no poll very this much. Week. Uh, yeah, actually, I did ask people a poll. I asked uh, who should be in the Expendables three, right. and uh, you know, added some ideas in there. Um, a, a lot of people voted for uh, Betty White to be in the thing. Ah, oh, come on! Uh, uh, no, they they want her in there. Oh, I love Betty White. She's amazing. She's I, like I, they actually are making an all female Expendables film. They're working on that right now. Are you kidding me? No, they're looking at uh, the female equivalent, Uma Thurman and uh, uh, um, Angelina Jolie. We are really all out of ideas. They're out of ideas. We are. Yeah. As a a society, we have really run out. Well, I threw down the uh, the Harrison Fords and all that stuff, and and, uh, we got lots of good feedback and lots of other good suggestions. Hold on while I look up on Facebook. Sing a song while I'm doing this. Get the internet to work faster there, will you? Sing us a song. These people got shit to do. Sing us a song. Let's hear your beautiful voice. Also, it's nice that that we didn't swear as much this week. Yeah, we we heard from your mom. Yeah. we, Sorry, Mom. We sufficiently washed our mouths out with and soap. Of, of course, I don't. I don't masturbate. Of course, you don't. Of course. While we're recording the Duh. podcast, a lot of people uh, wanted. Don't come uh, in here, Mom. <laughs> Steven Seagal, of course, and Jackie Chan. Don Rinkle. Don Rickles got a lot of votes. Four votes. Oh my God. Seventeen votes for Jackie Chan, which is a, kind of an obvious one, right? Once again, look at that in the top ten. Carrot top. Uh, no, he's not on this one. <laughs> Jesus did make a vote, though. Okay. And uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Eric Roberts, uh, Michael Ironside, uh, Abe Vigoda. Would love to see Abe Vigoda. <laughs> and the Expendables. That would be awesome. The, it would be, be called the Dependables. The Get Dependables, it? yes. Depends. Uh, Get well, it? A couple of votes for Steve, Zing. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Inappropriate. Oh, is he, was That's he the Australian really, guy? Yeah, really classless. The, the, Putting the crocodile hunter. The alligator hunter. guy? Yeah, is it the crocodile hunter? Yeah, crocodile yeah. man. Yeah. Obviously <laughs> his really, legacy lives on. Really inappropriate. <laughs> See, and that that's just a statement on the kinds uh, of uh, listeners that we of, have here at yeah, Big Space. But part of life put is, Steve Irwin is death. And sometimes yeah. there's, we need to know what good you, taste is by comparing it you, to bad taste. You know what it would be? It would be the Steve Irwin hologram. <laughs> right. they, they would just have him come out. It's Perform gonna, a Kanye West song. There's going to be an Expendables world tour someday where we get to meet the holograms of all of these old actors once they're gone. All right, so we'll come up with another uh, poll for next week. Sorry about the last five minutes or so. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And uh, Mom, where's our sandwiches? We'll see you next time. Mom!